Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication so that you can connect with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. My son recently turned one year old, so I've been reflecting on his first year of life. In some ways, this first year is a year for him to learn from me and my wife and from the world. But on the other hand, we are the students and he is the teacher. <laughs> he teaches us how to be parents and he teaches us about life. So let me share a few lessons I've learned from my son. Some are about what not to do, <laughs> and some are about what I can hope to copy. My son is certainly a teacher who is able to teach in very diverse and versatile ways. So we often give my son two choices to choose from. This means choices about food, toys, books, and so on. He usually has two choices all the time. So this is our way of helping him learn uh, Montessori style to make his own choices easily. Sometimes he chooses just one of the two toys or books, but sometimes he chooses both. Imagine a baby holding two books and clenching them to his chest. His tiny little hands and fingers are not developed enough to open both books and flip through the pages, obviously. But aren't we adults sometimes like that too? We have infinite, endless choices online, at the store, or at the restaurant. We can't choose, but we must. So we choose one thing, followed by a panic that we should have bought the other thing, right? Or we should have watched the other YouTube video. This highlights our scarcity mindset. We want everything, all of it, all of it at the same time, right now. But there's actually abundance, if that is, if we take time to patiently enjoy one thing at a time, one season at a time, step by step. So there's my son trying to hold two books, but he drops one, and then he tries to pick it up, only to drop the other book. Babies and adults, we're not that different. The lesson we can learn is to focus on one thing at a time and not try to do too much at once. It's impossible and unenjoyable. A related story is one time 
I saw my son reaching into a big plastic jar to grab a ball. The problem was that there were many other balls and toys in the same jar. This is the classic example we have all seen before. If you want to get your hand out of the jar, you simply have to let go of what you're holding on to. After that, you feel free. Your hand is free, and then maybe you can figure out a strategy to pull things out of the jar one by one from the top so that you can finally get what you really want the ball at the bottom. But this requires letting go and patience. How about us as adults? We often want to keep holding on to something that we sort of have in our hands right now, but doing so prevents us from really having the freedom to get it. We forget that we have to think about the long term. Letting go of something today means that we can truly take hold of it in the future. So from my son, I see my own tendency in the way he is greedy and short-sighted. In this way, I can learn for myself to think about letting go, focusing on the long term, and getting what I want when the time is right. Okay, here's another lesson. Sometimes I like to take photos of my son when he's doing something really, really cute. <laughs> I want to capture the moment so I can have the picture forever. Oftentimes, my son is super focused on what he's doing though. So whether it's examining a leaf uh, sucking on a stick in the forest, or collecting toys into a pile, or, or knocking down toys from a tower onto the floor. He's so focused on his task. And he's fully present toward one job that is important for him. So no matter how much I make funny sounds or loud sounds, he doesn't look at me. Even if I say something like make sounds like an animal, he simply doesn't care about anything outside of his goal. But what about adults? We know we want to focus completely on a certain project, goal, or task, but friends, coworkers, or managers make simple requests and require our immediate attention. Of course, we must be professional, but so often we simply drop our main important task and quickly shift to what someone else needs. Now, is that actually professional? What if we could create better boundaries to stop caring about what other people think or need every single second of our day. What if we say that we will come 
chat or do this or that after we accomplish our extremely important goal. And what if we tell our manager or boss that the goal we're trying to accomplish without distraction is actually the project that they gave to us? If we can focus on what matters, then what matters will succeed. We simply cannot just listen and respond to all the voices and all the requests around us. We must instead listen to ourselves and what we want and what we need to do. Another thing I admire about my son is how he is so determined and has no shame. When a toy gets stuck, he keeps on trying to get it no matter how long it takes. Same with walking. When he walks two steps and falls down, which is what happened when he was around one years old, he gets back up and keeps on trying. Eventually, he can walk 10, 20, 30 steps. Even within about one month, he went from barely being able to take two steps to walking really well. He doesn't feel shame and he doesn't give up. If he did, he would never become an adult who's able to walk, run, play sports, or do his job. No, my son tries and fails. He tries and fails. And then what does he do? He tries and fails again and again. And each time he improves. Each time he learns. Each time he gets closer to his goal. So how about you? How determined are you? And how much shame do you possess? Are you able to keep trying with your professional goals or your English communication goals? Or do you only try 50%? Because if you try 100%, you will certainly make mistakes and be embarrassed. Well, certainly the 100% person will experience much more humiliation at first, but also more success day by day and year by year. Another lesson from my son is that he's not embarrassed to communicate his needs. So what he really needs from me or his mother or other people. So I need water. I need milk. I need to be held. I need this toy. I need sleep. But he doesn't have the language. He can't speak yet. So he points. He grunts. Uh, uh. He cries. Wah, wah. He makes a gesture that we taught him about how to ask for uh, more please, water, finished, milk, 
See, there's a gesture or, or a sound that he can make for these. So he uses his limited abilities. They're very limited, but he uses them, whether through his words, voice, or actions. But in some ways, to be honest, he is easier to understand than a polite guest at my house if they're too embarrassed to ask for more food or too embarrassed to ask for more water. My son, however, knows that we, his, his hosts in this world, want to make him feel comfortable and satisfied. Therefore, his simple articulation and expression of his needs are important, especially at his basic level of development, for us to know how to serve him and help him flourish and be happy. And finally, one last thing that I've been learning from my son is about curiosity. He has so much curiosity that he doesn't have to think too much about what he's doing or where he's going or why he's doing it. When he feels curious about something, he just goes and goes and goes. He tries and tries and tries. And maybe that is part of all the things I learn from my son. When he reaches into the jar, he's curious about that ball at the bottom. And when he's curious about going someplace, he tries to walk. When he's curious about how much he can communicate, he tries and tries and fails. When he's curious about if he can walk and stand up, but he falls, at least he tried. So we as adults, as we go through the education system, as we do our job, and try to protect our reputation, sometimes we stop asking questions. Sometimes we lose the wonder and awe of the world around us. We are so busy doing our little tasks that we forget to look up and to see this whole big, beautiful world all around us just waiting for us to explore. So these are my lessons that I've been learning that are making me more open to the world. I want to be more curious. I want to let go. I want to be more humble. And I want to try and fail and not care what people think. I just want to be a little more like my son. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to listen to more episodes of this podcast, feel free to subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you would like to help us spread this podcast to more people, you can write a review or leave a rating. And finally, if you would like to use English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, 
and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial right here in Yokohama Motomachi or online from anywhere in the world. The classes are only advanced and intermediate and have two to four students per class. So it's very small sized and high level. So if you would like to join a free trial or get a consultation with me, you can visit us at bridgebeyondenglish.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, David Nagai. We'll see you next time.